So what might well be the most important attribute that we need to truly advance ourselves and be everything that we can be, uh, we might call that attribute what we call strength. Now, what do we mean by that term? So uh, physically speaking, strength might be considered to be the ability, say, of a board to resist weight. What's the strength of or, or of a bridge? It's how many cars, how much weight can it hold? Hopefully, uh, m- much more than uh, would ever be expected. Uh, what's the strength of a person? Depends how we measure it. Uh, maybe as it concerns jumping, it's one way. As it concerns lifting a weight, it's another way. But basically, it's the capacity to, uh, as it would appear at least if we were to, to form a abstraction, the capacity to hold up against resistance to uh, to, to, to retain, uh, to, to stick to, to one's character, whether it's a board or a bridge uh, or uh, the uh, kind of one's physical position, lifting a weight, to, to stay in a, in a particular way, uh, no matter what the, the stress and the rest may be. Right? The strength of a tree, there's a, there's a threat to it staying in, in its place, such as a storm. And uh, the tree is very strong. Its root system is, is nice and healthy and deep. It should stay. If it's a weak tree, it'll get uprooted. All right, so that that would be the idea. Uh, and, and as it concerns our our development, what kind of strength are we talking about? So we would say it is the strength to stick to the path of truth, no matter how painful and difficult it is. What does that mean? So we'd say that any kind of real development that we can have, it has to do strictly and exclusively with truth. It doesn't have something to do with something we made up, with something that appeals to us uh, right now, uh, with, with something that uh, is contingent and arbitrary or that sounds nice or that sounds like it could be a good idea. It has to do with truth, by that term meaning clear conceptions and, and, and clear thought. So, for example, we're driving along the road or uh, on a road and the truth as to our commute is as to what we see is what we see in front of us. So we say it's true that I see the road is clear and I can drive. Now it's true I see a pedestrian or a deer and I have to stop. Right. So we're simply describing our experiences here. We can't. We could hallucinate. We could. Uh, you know, some things could go wrong. Maybe we took some substances. Now we're seeing all kinds of things. But then it's true we're seeing these things, and it's simply that. Uh, the touch sensations that they would suggest would not re- actually be experienced. For example, we we took some some strange uh, types of plants, and now we see a big dragon in the middle of the road. Is it true that it's there or not? So it's true that we see exactly what we see, but the sight suggests further experiences. If we were to drive up to the dragon, we would collide into it, right? But if we, we're driving right through it, then we say that it's a hallucination. But we still saw what we saw. So if we stick to describing what we see, that's the truth. So, excuse me, without at least without making any further implications, right? Or we say that um, it's true there's nothing at all here, but somebody could say, wait, there's radio waves along the road, there's cell phone signals. Okay, but that's not visible. If we describe what, what's visible, we're exact with our language, and then we have what we have. Would say so. <clears throat> excuse me. As it concerns that the path of, of truth that needed for development and growth, the same idea. We can say not only with our eyes, and not not with our, only with our eyeball eyes, but with our inner eyes to so say. We can see ideas. We can see notions. We can have insights. And insofar as we're totally honest and clear, that uh, we see what we see. And we can describe it to ourselves or out loud uh, using language, but uh, it, it would be the same thing as, as the physical sight. Or it would be the same idea. So having said that, to then stick to 
uh, that, that what we do in fact see to that path of, of truth is super duper hard. Why? Because it's very painful. Why? Because it very often contradicts our desires and it contradicts what we think we need to do to, to, and think and feel and believe to, and believe, not feel, to feel good. Right? To feel good. Why? Because uh, in, in our self-serving ways, we for, uh, more, more often than not put ourselves at odds with truth, at least in some way or another. So, for example, let's say we have an impulse, we have a desire to take something which is other than our own. For example, uh, I'm, I'm a little kid. Uh, I don't know any better. Uh, I'm very hungry and I take uh, something from the supermarket. Right? It was because I'm evil incarnate. No, I just had a temptation. I didn't have the, the training and, and the counter motive to not take it. But now that I took it, I have to, excuse me, reprogram my understanding of truth to facilitate that, right? Because I don't want to feel guilty. And uh, now some kids are naturally, it would appear more honest than others. Some kids will fess up and, and, and they'll, they'll say I did something wrong. Others won't. Those who won't, they have to then uh, reconfigure uh, the, the, their uh, kind of programming, their software to, to feel decent, right? So it's okay. In my world, it's okay to steal. It's okay to steal means there's a difference between me and other people that, that's really deep because I don't want anything stolen from me, right? I'm not that consistent. Oh, I steal from you. You steal from me. No. Then it wouldn't be stealing. It would be exchange if it was consensual. That's the whole point. <laughs> is that it's not, right? So uh, uh, now I can take something from you, but you can't take something from me. So what does that mean? It means I'm more important than you fundamentally. Which co- which I, the, the uh, myself in a broad, uh, expansive way, that includes you? No, the narrow me that, that has to do with my body, with my impulses, with my desires. Now I've elevated that preeminently. That's the number one thing. It's much more important than any other such I, than any other such animal self. Now I'm stuck in this insulated reality. That's very painful. So now I have to turn to to something or other. Maybe it feels good for me. Again, now we're we're talking about a little kid. Now let's say we're we're talking about an adult that has internalized these patterns of thought over many years, starting at some point, again, maybe seven years old, eight, whatever the case may be. Now it's an adult, or he or she, excuse me, is an adult. So now uh, to to feel good in this in this. utterly selfish, insulated, isolated animal reality, something else is required uh, uh, because otherwise it doesn't feel good. We're at war with, with all of reality as a, as a body, as an animal that we're not going to win. So maybe I need to now believe in, uh, I need to Google something, find a, a conspiracy theory, know something that you don't so that I can feel superior to you because I have a cataclysmic self-esteem crisis, which comes again from being so so uh, insulated and so at odds with, with anything and everything else. Now, uh, it's it's very benef- it's necessary for my emotions, for my self-esteem to believe in this conspiracy theory, which may or may not be true. Right? Now I'm defensive about that. Now that further takes me away from reality. I feel bad. I have to find some other lie. Maybe I, I never blame myself. It's always somebody else's fault. So now it's the fault of society. Society is evil. Everything should, should collapse. We should have anarchy. Uh, now I'm, I'm protesting my head off to have complete and total anarchy and destroy the world, destroy society. Now, obviously, I feel even more isolated and afraid. I find some buddies like myself that, that tell me I'm great and I'm righteous. I tell them it back. And, right, and now <laughs> that great, it creates more insanity. So we see we start the cycle. We, we step away from the road of truth, from the road of clear vision, which initially started with in our example here, you know, I took something that's not mine. Now I have to return it. That's it. That's the, the truth. I see it. And I'm not going to lie about that. I'm going to do it. And then I stick to that path of truth. Here we stepped away from it very quickly. Going to forbid. We can spiral off into a, a, 
into fantasy land, into the backwoods of, of delusion, illusion, lies, self-deceit, uh, uh, vanity, uh, and all kinds of things. So that would be the idea. So in order to get back on that path or to stand it, it requires strength. We have to be strong enough to deal with the pain, facing uh, facing up to our errors, of, of dealing with things that contradict our desires and contradict our narrow conceptions of ourself. Right? And if we don't have that strength, if we're weak, we're going to crumple and, and we're going to fall to the wayside of the path of truth, going for one or another uh, kind of self-lie, self-serving lie, whatever the case might be. It might be a very nice self-serving lie, but insofar as it's self-serving, it's still self-serving. There's no there's no exceptions. You know, Even if it's now my, my self-serving lies to be the most charitable person on earth, but I didn't get there by being totally and utterly truthful and honest over a long period of time where it's totally clear to me in my inner vision that I have to, that it's the good thing to give to others. I got there through this process. Uh, I did something uh, uh, wrong. I didn't fess up. I, I lied to myself now to feel good. I need to do some kind of reverse thing and give money to charity and who knows what, right? So it doesn't matter what it is content wise. Excuse me. So anyhow, we would say that um, being that, that strength is so important, how, how do we develop that strength? And uh, a way here is, is we see that we have more strength when we know that something is absolutely necessary. For example, uh, I have to hold a, a weight in my hand. If I can drop it without any consequences, why not as soon as I get a little tired? If, however, I am, uh, or shall we say, I'm holding on to, to a, a branch, right, and I can just stop holding on and fall to the ground, no problem. If I'm, I'm holding on to the branch over a, a pond full of crocodiles or alligators, I'm going to hold on a lot longer and a lot harder until it becomes utterly, completely impossible. And then tragically, well, hopefully somebody will rescue me. But until then, I'm holding on as, as tight as I can. All right, so it's only when we think it's no big deal to, to be weak, that's when we're definitely enabled to be weak. If we know we have to be strong, excuse me, that is, is when we really... Um, that's when the strength comes out. Right? We see a person might might have shown not too much fortitude, not too much character throughout life, but then maybe a person has a kid, and, and to feed the kid, the person has to work crazy hours and and, and be real tough, and, and that's what the person does. The person finds the, the strength in, in him or herself when the circumstances demand it. In other words, we find the motive, because here we, what really strength inside it would say is motive. It's an understanding of what is to our true good. Right? A person can can be totally weak in all ways, but then when the motive is high enough, maybe uh, I'm addicted to substances. Now the motive is high enough for me to get more substances. I'm super strong in this department because there's nothing I want more. So when the motive is high enough, we find the strength. So here the idea is that to have strength to stick to the path of truth, what we need to do is to clarify to ourselves that truth is our true good. Meaning no matter how far away from the path of truth we are, truth is our true good. Why is it our true good? We can break it down. What is good? Good is the satisfaction of our desires. For example, a little the satisfaction of a little desire, like finding a little piece of chocolate when we our sweet tooth is, is bugging us, is a little good. Satisfaction of a bigger desire is a bigger good. Uh, for example, having a nice meal when when we're hungry, the satisfaction of a huge desire, like winning the lottery for some who for somebody who wants to, is a huge good. Bad is a contradiction of a desire. Same thing. Small, medium, large. Now we would say that. Uh, uh, all of the, these contingent desires, meaning a little piece of chocolate, the lottery, dinner, they're coming from an innermost desire to advance our nature, to be uh, ourself, to be what we can be. And now we ask, can we satisfy 
uh, our innermost desire, our absolute desire in any context other than truth? The answer is obviously not because that desire is part of reality. We can only satisfy it in reality. Outside of reality, we can't satisfy it. We go into our fantasy land, we cannot satisfy it no matter how hard we try. So we would say that why is truth our true good? Because we can only attain our true desires in truth, in reality, and consequently, that is what we call good. So there's a technical explanation. We can only attain uh, uh, our desires in in, uh, in truth. All right, so truth is our true good. We have to really understand that, really believe that, and not, not much to believe. It just has to click. We have to understand it, and then hopefully it will give us the strength to stick to truth no matter how inordinately uh, painful and difficult it may be. Again, if we haven't been on, on the on the road of truth for a long time, it, to get back on there, oof, it's 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 a, it's extreme challenges. But if we know that's the only way to truly attain the good, no amount of more lying, more deceit, more fantasy will ever 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 get us to where we truly want to be. Well, then we have to have the strength to begin to to get on that road, and that'll give us the strength, just like holding a, a branch over a, a pond of. Where there's crocodiles and alligators, or and or whatever the case may be, and the same idea. When we know there's really no alternative, there's really truly no success going down the path of, of falsehood and and, and self deceit and lies. We, hopefully, that'll give us the strength, at least if we understand it deeply enough, to be strong and stick to the path of truth and do what we have to do. So let's do it. Thank you for listening.